My friend, the Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. The angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Mary said to the angel, how can this be, since I am a virgin? The angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be holy. He will be called Son of God. And now your relative Elizabeth, in her old age, has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month for her who is said to be barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. Then Mary said, Here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Now we are just days away from celebrating the great feast of the greatest gift ever given to the world, the birth of our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ. This Sunday, in our readings, we are given two holy and powerful individuals who speak to us about courage and incredibly passionate faith and humble obedience. Those two people are both young people. King David, one of the greatest of Israel's Old Testament kings, a man after God's own heart who believed with great passion that nothing is impossible for God.
The other young person is Mary, our Blessed Mother, who is being asked to be the mother of our Lord and Savior, who with great courage and humility said her humble fiat, yes to God. Let it be done to me according to your word. Today's first reading begins by telling us that when David received the wonderful Christmas prophecy about his descendant Jesus, who would rule forever, he was settled in his palace, and the Lord had given him rest from his enemies on every side. That is a brief summary of the last 22 years of his life. During those years, David lived like a renegade to avoid being murdered by the king who preceded him, who was Saul. Then he fought a civil war against Saul's followers and another ongoing war against the foreign power of the Philistines. Although he was usually outnumbered and under-equipped, God always gave him victory. Perhaps the most famous of his victories was his first one. At the time, the Israelites' war with the Philistines was at a standstill. The Philistines' gigantic warrior Goliath had challenged Israel to let the war be decided by a one-on-one -on -one battle between himself and Israel's greatest soldier. But no Israelite, not even King Saul, was courageous enough to face the gargantuan giant Goliath. When the teenaged shepherd boy David heard about it, he immediately accepted the challenge and went in front of the giant without armor, shield, or sword. He had virtually nothing. As they faced each other, he said to the Philistine, you come against me with sword and spear and scimitar, but I come against you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel that you have insulted. And sure enough, as Goliath rushed at David with sword and spear, the future king fit a stone to his sling and fired it right at the giant Philistine and stopped him dead in his tracks. We today are facing an equally formidable an intimidating giant. We are living in a pandemic 
And the coronavirus seems like this giant that is instilling fear and robbing us of hope. And yet, we know, we know with what little we think we have, we can defeat this enemy. That's why we need to take inspiration from David, that young boy, because David knew God well, and he trusted in him with everything he had. Our God, the God of Jesus Christ, for whom nothing is impossible. And that was the source of his extraordinary courage. And that source is available to us to tap into, to meet this giant, to slay it, to know that it will not overpower us or overwhelm us. Now, the Annunciation was the moment when God first revealed a mystery that he kept secret for endless ages. It is true that God's love for us is so great that God wanted to become one of us. Mary was needed by God so that he might carry out his plan for the world and send his only begotten son into our midst. This young teenage girl with incredible courage and humble obedience said yes to the angel. Salvation then dawned for all people by her simple, powerful yet. She brought that precious gift of salvation to birth at Bethlehem on that first Christmas day. Mary did not say that courageous yes only once on that occasion, that one occasion. Mary had to confirm that yes many times during the course of her life. She had to believe many times that nothing is impossible with God. This is especially true because at Jesus' birth, every door would close. They'd be closed in her face. Shortly after Jesus' birth, she became a refugee, looking for asylum in Egypt. And some 30 years later, she was to see her precious son died the horrific death of a common criminal. She too had so little, she thought, or people would see thinking she had so little, but it was that courage and that humble obedience that said nothing is impossible with God, that all things will be taken care of. Now, Christmas is almost upon us, and on this fourth Sunday of Advent, our thoughts turn to King David and our Blessed Mother Mary.
our mother. They are both models for us, powerful models of listening and waiting for the Lord to come and act in our lives. As Mary turned over in her mind what the angel's greeting could mean, she came only gradually to understand the message and the mystery of Christmas. That God not only wants to become one of us, yet his reason in doing so is that he wants to become us to become like him. Our God wants us to become like his son. Both David and Mary listened and were fed by the word of God. And they showed an aspect of Christian life which is of special importance. To be a follower of Jesus Christ is to be a person of courage, a person of faith, a person of humility, of obedience, who keeps their minds, heart, and ears open to what God is calling them to do so that they can answer that call. And why is that so important for us right now? Because many of us are facing things that are overwhelming us. There is overwhelming fear and anxiety at times because of what this pandemic and these unusual days are bringing upon us. There are people who are afraid that they're going to lose their jobs. They may feel that they don't have enough money and they're, how are they going to pay their rent or their mortgage? Or how am I going to feed my children? How are we going to survive this? Maybe their marriage is going through great strain and it feels like their family is coming apart at the seams. Maybe someone is not only you know, worried about this pandemic and this virus, but maybe they're also fighting cancer or some other deadly disease. It can be any number of things. So that's why we need to take inspiration from King David and from our Blessed Mother Mary. Because we can be like them so that we can believe that nothing is impossible for God. Nothing is impossible with God. So that's why we ask David and our Blessed Mother Mary to help us to have that attitude of listening intently to the Word of God and to responding to the call of God where he speaks to our hearts so that we can be ready and willing to bring Jesus into our world as they did. Jesus wants to bring something to birth in us, just like he did for Mary. But what is that? 
Is it courage? Is it humility? Is it obedience? Whatever it is, that's what God wants to bring. He wants to bring something new in us. That's what this Christmas can bring. That's what's available to us. We need to plug into it, tap into it, draw close to God. Now, Mary brought Jesus to birth in a humble stable, what amounted to a cave. And she wants to bring him to birth again in each of our hearts and each of our lives. Whatever it is that God wants to bring to birth, Mary wants to help us to do that. She built her life into a fitting place for God, a place where God could dwell, live, and grow. We need to do the same to provide that place for him, to allow that to be planted in us so that we can bring forth something amazing, something so powerful, not just to ourselves, but to those around us, to those who love us and care for us, for those who encounter us. So ask yourself in prayer this week what God is asking you to say yes. What is he asking you to respond yes to? Ask yourself what God is asking you to confront and to face with courage, with humility, with a deepening and enduring faith and with great hope. It might be fear, it may be anger, could be bitterness or revenge, unforgiveness, shame and even guilt. These rob us of so much life. And God will help you. God will give you the power you need and the strength to say yes and to absolutely remember this, that nothing, nothing, absolutely nothing is impossible with God. Amen.